Let's let's do a podcast. Uh, let's do a podcast. Here we go. <clears throat> Before we begin, the Uluru statement from the heart calls for, among other things, truth telling. In the spirit of this, Shell and I want to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea, and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. We live, dance, and podcast from Wujak Noonga Buja in the Naitahu Takiwa, and we want to encourage you to go and learn about the country you are on. Wrap yourself in hope, start to untangle the mystery. Your regular podcast with hope, Charlotte, and Jeff Rose. Look at you go, Sha. Yeah, kind of chopping at the bit there, but we 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 got to it. No, that's it's good. It's better than the awkward pause. Yeah, yeah, true. So, welcome to Untangling the Mess Around. Um, I'm Charlotte. I'm Jethro. And uh, we broadcast to you on this very special day today. Today is the 26th of May, 2021, and it is World Lindy Hop Day. Happy we, World Lindy Hop Day, everyone! Woo! Happy. Oh, we should have a song. There should be a song, like, you know, oh. like, happy birthday, but it's like Lindy Hop song. Anyways, not the point of the podcast. I like pie. I, <laughs> I like cake. cake. Um, for me, that would be more of a, like, Gordon Webster tribute song. Mm. But um, we will be talking about uh, Lindy Hop today. We will be talking about uh, people that are people and things that have influenced Lindy Hop as a whole and also us personally. But before we get to that, we've got some good news of the week. Jet, what's the good that happened in your week? Oh, I, I now have a house that I can live in. Yay! Yay! You're not homeless, and you have I, one chair. <laughs> when I moved to New Zealand, I was just crashing at Dad's place um, mm. while we are looking for a rental. And yeah, Nelson, apparently, is really hard to find a rental. So it took us a while. We yeah. ended up just giving up and just going with the, like, crappiest, smallest, tiniest apartment thing that we could find. Outstanding. Apply for it. We, we got it. And now we now have a small little crappy tiny cold apartment to live in. Yay! <laughs> Everyone must be so excited. Oh, it's so much better. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is nice to have your own space. Yeah, definitely. So now, yeah, we've got lots of boxes, we've got lots of stuff in a really small apartment. Tiny place. Excellent. Everyone in Australia, come and visit us in, in Nelson. Yeah, we will <laughs> each have one square meter to sleep on. We're gonna we can only can sleep on. sitting up. <laughs> How about you, Sha? What's your good news of the week? Um, my good news of the week is I sourced myself a, per, a PA this week, a personal a assistant. What? Oh, cool! Yeah, so it's I thought my you niece. meant like a personal amplification for a second there, like a, no, no, like not a, a PA system, a, a PA person. Right. Um, yeah. So it was my niece's birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Isabella! And I was having a chat with her in the car, and she's saying that you know she. She, want, she was like, oh, she's going to get a job. And I'm like, okay, well, what job do you want to do? And she's like, oh, you know, things, things around the house. And I'm like, what, like a housekeeper? And she's like, no, no, no. I would do things for people. And I'm like, like a personal assistant? She's like, yeah. I'm like, cool. I'll hire you. <laughs> and so, but she only wants to do that once she turns 13. So I've got four years. In four years, okay. I'll have a personal assistant. And we talked about salary. She's going to, I'm going to pay her $15 a month. <laughs> Oh yeah, okay. I know. Yeah. What, this is her. This is her bargaining, and then yep. she's gonna when she turns fifteen, she's gonna work for Dome, and then she's gonna make ah. lots and lots of money, and then retire. Okay. And I was like, that's a good plan. Aww. 
You don't know how hospitality works. Also, <laughs> 15 bucks a month, score. <laughs> Sweet, you got a little PA. I got a little PA. I mean, I have to wait four years. It's a bit of a long induction. Um, yeah, but I can mold training. her from now till then. True. Yeah. So, so yeah, right. that's, my, that's my good news of the week. What about swingsing right. news? Swingsing news? What swingsing news of the week? Okay. Um, oh, actually, here's some news. Yep. Uh, a few weeks ago... We had some visitors come to Nelson. We brought over some swing dancers from Picton. And if you don't know Picton, it's Which... a really, really tiny town that the ferry goes from. If you want to get a, like, put your car on a boat to go to Wellington, mm. it leaves from a port, little port town called Picton. It, there's yeah. not really much there. It's a really small population. But Daniel started teaching classes there, swing oh, dance cool. classes. So he's pretty new at the dance, but he's one of those beginners that just got really into it, did four classes, and now wants to get everyone else doing it. So he's these teachings that's just facilitating a place to go and practice oh cool and they all came over to nelson so we put on a social that's amazing good it job was pretty last minute but it was it was great it was like 15 of us there in a <laughs> giant hall yeah played some music did some collegiate shag uh, did a steer it was fun it was just silly and fun that's awesome yeah swing zing's first social <laughs> Swing Zing NZ first social. Yeah, Swing Zing yeah. NZ's first social. Well done, Jethro. Uh, well done. And we've just finished our first eight-week block. Um, mm-hmm. So we finished off our eight-week block with a recap Roweda class. And so everyone just found that hilarious. So mm-hmm. everyone wants to do Roweda now. Um, Rowedas are great. People should do more Rowedas. And then next block. Oh, we did a Bell Blitz. No, sorry. We did a Blues Blitz last week. And we're doing a Bell Blitz this week. And then we're starting... A Another eight weeks course of beginners, and another we're actually starting an eight week course of intermediate as well. Oh, wow, cool! <sighs> and then hopefully, the next next block, we're going to start a Wednesday night class of beginners and bow, or beginners in level two will make Monday's bow. I'm not sure yet. Okay, sweet. So there's going to be lots of dancing in Nelson very shortly, so come to Nelson and visit. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> don't burn yourselves out. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to do it slowly so I don't freak everyone out too much. But everyone's really excited, so I'm doing all the things. That's cool. That's awesome. Um, on mainland swingsing. <laughs> hey! What? West Island swingsing. Yeah, sure. We've got... <laughs> <laughs> so we are wrapping up the month, and as we now know, that means it's like boggle time, so it's when we shift around all of the, the teachers. So we're yes. going to have uh, Andrew and Mon are going to be... Sorry. Yes, Andrew and Mon and then C and Mon are going to be teaching in Bayswater. So Andrew and Mon yep. for the first two weeks, and then C and Mon for the second two weeks. Cool. Um, then we have in Mount Hawthorne, we've got Mia and Andrew teaching level one. Then we have nice. myself and Danica teaching level two. And then Danica and C will be teaching Balboa. Cool. Yeah. So shaking things up. Then we have uh, coming up, not this coming weekend, so to, the one just now, but the weekend of the 6th of, no, the 5th of June, we ha- I'm doing an open source Shim Sham. Oh, yeah, cool. Another Shim Sham class. Good yeah. choice. Open source Shim Sham. So it's a free Shim Sham class. Everyone's welcome. It's going to be at the Dome because that's pretty much our headquarters. And it's going to be... <laughs> Uh, because, yeah, it is free, so please make your attendance on Facebook as accurate as possible so that we can uh, control numbers. But, yeah, yeah, you should come along. It'll be between 10 and 12. Awesome. All yeah. right. Good plan. Go swing yeah. We're doing things. Even though it's I winter, so. we're still doing things. Everyone's doing things. Huzzah. Oh, it's so cold here. 
I'm currently recording this podcast in my car in the middle of Nelson because my house doesn't have Wi-Fi yet. Outside, it's five degrees. Gross. It's pretty cold here, Inside, too. Not as, not as cold as that. But it's yeah, still it's... pretty freaking cold. Um, if I stop talking or my teeth ch- start chattering, you know why. Aww. Um, I was trying to All convince right. a friend of mine the other day that it does actually snow in Australia, and she kept laughing at me. <laughs> and I'm like, it snowed in Perth last week. And she's like, nah. It hailed so much in Albany that it was white. Like the streets were white. Yeah. It it does. It does get cold here. People don't believe it, but it's true. So, yeah. But moving swiftly along into. So I should probably make notice that uh, I've moved house recently as well. And I'm still living in boxes and I don't know where my good speakers are. So <laughs> that's why that sounds like that. Mmm, <laughs> sound. Mmm, it's my forte. So World of Swing. We, Jet and I kind of decided to sort of scrap this segment until the world actually opens up again. But we did think it would be of note to make mention that it is World Lindy Hop Day. <laughs> we probably should say something about it. Like it's a pretty probably. big deal. It is so... to some. So, like, yes, it's World Lindy Hop Day. It's on this day because that was Frankie Manning's birthday. Yep. He was born this date, 1918, I think. Is that right? I think so. Something like that. <laughs> um, Harlem, New York. Uh, you guys usually, most of you know enough about him that I don't need to go into much about him. Mm. I think if you want to learn more, there's lots of resources out there. But essentially, he's the ambassador, ambassador of Lindy Hop. He wasn't the first ever Lindy Hopper. He was kind of like the second generation after Snowden. Mm. But he did a lot of dancing and then retired. And they brought him out of retirement. And then he kept teaching and dancing until he passed away in like 2009. Yeah. And I think probably the revival of swing dancing is why he is so notorious. Not necessarily what he... Because don't get me wrong. He was still an important figure in his heyday. Um, But I think the fact that he was so instrumental in the resurgence of swing is why people, to use a word that you enjoy a lot, idolize him. Yeah, and I mean, like, he was a big deal back in the day. Like, 1935 was the first air step, right? Like, yeah. He did a lot of amazing things. And he things. was obviously in, you know, the Day of the Races and Whitey's Lindy Hoppers and, and all that jazz. How's it popping? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast is... Probably knows more than we do. <laughs> probably. <laughs> so, so Frankie gonna... Manning did cool things. Yes. Happy Frankie Manning did Frankie. cool things. That is that is the, the summary of this podcast. All right. <laughs> what else is happening World Lindy Hop Day this year? Because every year there's kind of some kind of thing that happens. Do you know what happened this year, Shah? Um, I'm a bit upset about it. This year? Oh. I know that last year we did the Shim Sham Relay, like the, the Zoom Shim Sham Relay thing. Yeah. Yeah, that was good fun. That I was good fun. I enjoyed doing that one. Yeah. Then this I did year, remember seeing a thing. What was it, Jet? This year, they wanted everyone to do a, a video on TikTok. Oh, that's right. That's why I lost interest immediately. It, what? <laughs> oh, the Frankie Manning Foundation. You just you stuffed that one up, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I know you want to get all the young kids involved and blah. <laughs> no one wants to be on social media. Stop using social media. We're all trying to get off it. Yeah, and of all the social they, medias, TikTok, like... <sighs> no so yeah no i yeah. do remember now that you say i do remember seeing that post come up and uh, like i said as soon as i saw tiktok i was like well i'm categorically not going to involve myself in it <laughs> so 
Good luck. Yeah. May the odds forever be in your favor. And I hope it turned out cool. So, but I think, like, yeah, from memory, was what was this... the actual clip that they wanted you to do? Do you remember? I think it was the Shim Sham clip. And you know, a side-by-side -side thing. No, but it was... On... Yeah, there was some uh, there was some twist to it that I remember going like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And then again, TikTok. And I was like, eh. But yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't have TikTok. I'm trying to get off more. I'm trying to reduce social media stuff. So, which is saying a lot for you because one. you're already not a lot on it. So, good. Good for I you. I try really hard. Yeah. yeah. Should we move on to everyone's and favorite? Oh, sorry. There's one more thing, Charlotte. Oh, sorry. Even though I'm saying like social media is bad, if you have got Facebook, you probably had someone post something about the Google game. Did you see that yet, Shar, or not? No, I saw things about the Google, um, what do you call it? The banner. Yeah, it's a game. Oh, shit! <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so it's still the 26th. I can still get it. If you go on to, if you go to google.com, the banner changes every day. Oh, that's They're right, because I don't, Google's not my homepage, so that's why I didn't see Neither it. Neither is mine. So yeah, everyone keep using Ecosia, but for now, just quickly just type in google.com if you want. And there's a little interactive google thing now and it plays a song and you've got to like hit the note as it passes through different circles so it's a bit of a timing reaction game and there's an animation of people swinging out and doing like aerials and stuff it's kind of cool it's a bit addictive my it's a mine fun is game if you mine want to kill is some time. boring old google look uh, oh it's that's sad that is sad i don't know how to make it come up why make it do the thing jethro uh okay we'll do that after the podcast we'll do that after that. i'll talk okay. you through it yeah <laughs> You will talk me through technology. It will be great. <laughs> so yeah, World Lindy Update. Google got involved before and they did a little animation of Frankie a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, they've used that animation and just put a little um, interactive game with it. So yeah, another fun thing to do with World Lindy Update. Cool. All right. Then right. that's everything. <laughs> Moving Let's on. Let's move on to this. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so my wording goodly is um, not so much a, a single word, but more of an expression. Okay. So um, why the expression to break a leg? Yep. So I don't know the complete veracity of this, but uh, an explanation for this expression that I've heard. So like, why do you say break a leg? Yeah. Is um, uh, because if you break a leg, you'll be in a cast, as in you will be cast. Uh, it's really lame, right? That is not a thing. I know. I Surely think... it's to do with Murphy's Law, right? Maybe, but it's... If you say good luck, they'll have bad luck. So you say break a leg, so they won't break a leg. But surely it must be more than that. Because then no. you can, then it could be just anything bad. You know, yeah. get a splinter. Whatever. Whack your head. Break Trip your... over. Yeah, just yeah. I hope you fall. And then it just sounds like you're insulting people. <laughs> I hope you stuff up. Now you're just a heckler, really. <laughs> So yeah, I just I read that um, somewhere and I was like, oh, I I it's oh, it's really punny and I quite no, like it. That's it's I no, no, you shouldn't like you know you're not allowed to like that Charlotte. You can't tell me what I'm allowed and not allowed to like. <laughs> I can I, tell you. I have another one, and this one I'm pretty sure is is true. Um so okay. you know how in Australia you or you might not know, but when instead of saying break a leg in Australia, it's more commonly um it's more common for people to say chookers. Yeah, chookers. Yeah. Is that a New Zealand thing as well, or is that just Australian? No, 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 just Australian. Okay, so chookers, from the story that I heard tell, is because um, if you you said chookers to people because if they went out and they had a really good night at a gig or whatever, they made lots of money, that meant that they could then go to a restaurant and buy a chicken dinner because that was yeah. fancy and expensive. 
Yeah, if they sold out, then it was chookers. Yeah, it was chookers. You're getting chicken for dinner. Which I then wondered, is that where the expression winner, winner, chicken dinner came from? I mean, it's probably the same thing. Like, chickens are are sort of after meal. Which is ironic considering that now chickens just like the the, the family staple kind of thing. It's not a very fancy meal. Anyways, Hmm. so that was my, I still prefer the break a leg. Because you'll be in a cast. In a cast. That's no. Okay. Should we just move on without saying Moving about right it? along. <laughs> Let's talk. You're talking. I'm talking. We're talking. Talking about. And she said. Who said? She said. What you talking about? Talking on me. Talking point. It will never not be terrible, Jet. <laughs> ah, it's just brilliant. It's just great. <laughs> the song came on my um laptop the other day. I was like, oh, it's talking point. No, it's the actual song. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> What is the actual? It's Lache Swing, but what is the? Yeah, you have to say. Maybe uh, you could put that in the I show notes remember. so people could like listen to it. I'll have to find it. Yeah, mm. put in the show notes. So today, right. talking points. We're going to talk. So it'll be kind of split into two parts. The first part is um, <laughs> it's going to be influential people and things that influenced Lindy Hop a lot historically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So why don't you go first? Ha. All right. So. I did. <laughs> Jethro really struggled I did with this. Some research into this person. Okay. And, uh, like, they're, in my opinion, someone that's really important in the kind of birth of Lindy Hop. Okay. They're, they're right up there. They're in Whitey's Lindy Hoppers. They're competing against um, Shorty's team to, with Chick Webb. They're. I th- oh, they're just they're everywhere that you expect like Frankie Manning and stuff to be. Okay, but I can't find like when they were born or what they did after dancing or nothing. Can you find their name at all? <laughs> I found someone's name that was similar enough that made it really hard to find their name. Does that right? Make sense? Yeah, yeah. So every time I searched, it kind of showed me to this other person who was famous around that same period of time for being a dancer and in movies. So that didn't help. But still, this person needs like their own wiki page, wiki page and a lot more going on. Maybe cause... you could take that on as a side project of like, I'm going to give this person the notoriety they deserve. Yeah, I'm just not a historian. So I don't know. I don't even know where to start. You don't have to be a historian to do a wiki page, Jed. I think you and I proved that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I haven't really got much more to Did, say. You about didn't this even say their name. Than, Just tell us their name, I haven't damn yet. it. No, because I. I you can't do I mean, a bit sure. about a person and not tell us their <laughs> name, Jed. I'm kind of waiting to see if someone will be able to guess it by now. Like. No. They, <laughs> they were Frankie Manning's neighbor. Like, they... lived neighbor? Yeah. That doesn't help grew me. Up, grew up beside Frankie, um, performed with him. They did the very first air step. Okay. Uh, do you know the person's name yet? Yeah, no, I do, but now it's gone out of my mind. I, I can see them. I can see them. <laughs> Frida Washington. Yes, thank you. I had Mia in so my head, but that's... Oh, Frankie's... by the way, happy birthday, Mia! It's your birthday today. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mia. Sorry. Yes, Frida Washington. So you can't find anything about her? Very, very little about her. Like, literally everything just refers to her as being... In relation one of to Frankie. ...dance partners. 
So, mm. like, she was literally did the very first air step, and then there's nothing about her out there. So she's a massive influencer on me because the only reason I do swing dancing is because of aerials. Mm-hmm. Frankie had an idea. She's the one that actually had to say yes and go upside down and try not to die. Did she, though, Ex- back in the day? Did she really have to say yes or would she have just been thrown? <laughs> well, as in, like, to learn how to do it. Have you heard the story about how Frankie would have matches on, like, his matches on the ground and she would go to his room and they would just, like, try it and just, yeah. like, miss the mattress? So she had to obviously learn it and train it and yeah. see if it would work. All right. Well, so call out. If anyone has further information or maybe there's a biography out there about Frida Washington, please. Yeah, not, uh, not Freddie Washington. Freddie Washington was an African-American actress who's, who was around and like born in 1903. Not her. Right. Okay. <laughs> she the, kept the showing, other one. showing up. <laughs> Frida Washington. Yeah. Okay. If anyone has more information for Jethro, please send it through. <laughs> Yay, thank you. <laughs> All right. So you Charlotte, went really vague. Influential person? I went really obscure. Okay. Because <laughs> mine isn't a person. Mine it's is not even, no, it's not even a living thing. Oh. I went okay. for the Savoy Ballroom. Yeah, you're one of those building people. Yeah, I am a building Build person. A, uh, so funnily yeah. enough, when I was doing a bit of research for the Savoy Ballroom, I found three possible dates for when it opened. <laughs> <laughs> so the first the one that I think is correct is the 12th of March 1926. But then there's another oh, really? one that was on the 20th of March 1926. So but that one I think was just in relation to an article about its opening. Right. And then out of nowhere there's another article that I found that talks about the 23rd of November 1927. <laughs> just completely okay. uh, you know on the wrong side. But anyways so yeah, so it did open. I, I'm going to claim the 12th of March, 1926. It was in Harlem in New York, for those who don't know. It had the capacity for, of 4,000 people. And on opening night, they had to turn away 2,000 of them because it was, it was just that busy. And it was, so it was important because aside from the fact that it was a place where there, you know, lots of people danced, it was one of the, fir- it was the first integrated ballroom. Of its yeah, time. Okay. So it's where you had, on it's, any given night, they said on an average night, it would be like 85% African-American and 15% white. But sometimes it would be 50-50 and stuff like that. So it was it was really a space about, it was just about the dancing. And I found this quote from Frankie Manning, actually, which I quite liked, where he said, um, do, 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 that um, someone came to him and was like, oh, you know, Clark Gable um, has just walked into... Um, has just walked into the the Savoy Ballroom, and the the only response was like, "Well, can he dance?" Because nobody gave a crap that Clark, that you know that about movie stars or anything like that. All yeah. that mattered was, "Can you dance?" Yeah. So I I thought that was quite fun, and it was it really was it was a who's who of dancers and musicians, and it was instruments i mean it's where the where whitey he was the ball the venue manager for lack of a better term of the savoy ballroom and actually i found out why he was called whitey do you know why he was called Whitey? because that's his last name no oh yeah i I always assumed that as well no his whitey was a nickname that he had because he had a big streak of white hair oh right okay now i think i have heard that at some point yeah um yeah. yeah fun fact but yeah, so that's where he, you know, he was a he was a bouncer first, and then he sort of became a club manager, and that's where he put together Whitey's Lindy Hoppers, 
You had everyone. You had Duke Ellington, Cab Calloway, Ella Fitzgerald, uh, Billy Holiday, Count Basie, Louis Armstrong. Like everyone who was anyone played there because they had two bandstands in the one room. It was this. Yeah. It was giant. It was just this massive, massive space. It was. I found the measurements. It was ten thousand square feet. And for everyone in the world that is not American and who wants normal numbers, it was yeah, please three thousand and forty-eight square meters. Hang on. So those two numbers, what was it in square feet? Square feet, 10,000 square feet. 10,000 square feet, so that's 3,000 square meters, yeah. Roughly. Yeah, so it was, Jeez, that is it was huge. giant. It was giant. Yeah. It's where the expression, a cat's corner, that's where that came from because it was this little pocket in the in the ballroom where only the best dancers were allowed to, to be. Entrance yeah. fee was 30 cents. Can you imagine? Oh, I don't know. It's 30 cents. That's, that's a lot even for you. <laughs> Yeah, no, I wouldn't pay that. <laughs> but imagine, like, even with... So, entrance fee was between 30 cents and 85 cents, right? After less yeah. than 10 years of operation, it still was so popular and made so much money that they underwent a $50,000 reno. Now, put that into they, perspective they of $50,000 in 1936, that was an unreasonable amount of money. <laughs> yeah. That was a huge yeah, amount of money. So yeah, my my the one that I chose was the Savoy Ballroom. It was unfortunately demolished in 1958, and they they built housing there. And then on the first World Lindy Hop Day, which was in 2005, they put up a plaque of um, a sort of a recognition at the address to sort of recognize this is where the Savoy Ballroom stood. I went to that inauguration. I was there in the flesh because it was during Frankie 100. Lucky you. Yeah. And then I did find this thing, and I think this is actually really interesting, and I'll put the details up in the show notes. In 2019, uh, Landia Egal, I, I don't know her. Do yeah. you know that name? No. No, okay. Landia Egal launched a virtual reality project, Welcome to the Savoy, where basically they're gathering all of the pictures and all the videos and everything they can find about the Savoy Ballroom to recreate it fully in 3D and in virtual re- reality. Exactly. And the historian that they've hired to, this is where it ties to Perth, the historian they've hired to do research for this is Sharon Davis. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah. So I've, I'll put up a link where you can go to, they have like a little YouTube clip where they sort of explain the project and how you can support it and stuff like that. But it looks really cool. So, yeah. Can you, could you program an, an AI, no, not an AI. I'm trying to work out if I could VR Lindy Hop. What do you mean? Because you program a follow into Lindy Hop. And so if I'm standing there with VR, like doing all the movements as a lead. Right. Would they be able to be responsive and follow it? Would the cameras be able to see my body language and then make the character in the VR follow what I was leading? This would be a true test of are you leading with your body? Because you can't actually like make contact with it. It's with a ghost. Huh. Ultimate Jedi leading. Interesting. Someone should make that. I'll, I'll be the test person. I'll totally play it'll, that game. It'll be your ideal follow, Jethro. They'll do exactly <laughs> what you want and never have anything to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can program them to have their own flourishes and steals and solo stuff. Like, just they, let go of your hand and do a boogie back or something. And you're like, <laughs> oh, come back. Jethro's gone down a rabbit wall. hole. <laughs> All right. So yeah, so that was it for cool. our little the, the important things in in Lindy Hop historically, so to speak. And then we have I guess influences for us personally. Yeah. So I was trying to think of this and 
obviously there's lots of like over the last decade there have been lots of influences of my dancing career mm. career i guess it is yeah well um, especially for you because you are a professional dance teacher yeah it doesn't feel like a career it's just something fun to do on the weekend that i do every day of the week <laughs> and you get paid for <laughs> and you get tax back reasons for it and you own a school and a business yeah yep uh, yeah. it's definitely a career jet so i decided just to well i didn't decide it charlotte yelled at me and maybe only pick one because <laughs> that's how our friendship works and so i chose jen hale Okay. So Jen was my very, very first swing dance instructor. Nice. If it wasn't for her and there was no swing dancing in Dunedin when I started looking, then I wouldn't be dancing and wouldn't have been dancing for the last 10 years. I would have been doing something different Yeah. for the last decade. So did you, but I thought you went to swing dancing sort of like kicking and screaming because you... Um... You weren't actually interested I in I went it. to a ballroom class. Mm-hmm. So Vicky, Abby, and Sharma, three of my friends from university, they were also on my list of like most influential people in my dancing career because they were the ones that showed me kicking and screaming. They signed me up to some ballroom dance classes for the ball that we were having. Mm-hmm. So I went to those classes. That's when I realized that, oh, dancing is actually fun. Shocking. So that's when I started jumping on YouTube looking for different dance classes vicky dragged me out to salsa classes i found videos of swing dancing so i went looking for swing dancing um kelsey told me about jen so i went and found jen and those classes with swing riot and then that's kind of how it started cool so all those people were in my list of like maybe this person but i figured jen because yeah because she was your first plus she's pretty awesome she's your swing mama yeah I actually did an interview with her for one of my um, Lindy vlogs. Oh, really? Wendy Lindy. Yeah, it was good fun having a chat with her. But then I couldn't release it because I never got permission from Wendy Lindy to actually release those vlogs. So they're not out in public domain yet. Well, I mean, sure, you could. Could you ask them now? I could, but they'll say no. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's a shame. I mean, really, what could they do if you did it anyway? Tell you to oh, take yeah, it down. I'd love to be, ba- love to be blacklisted here in, in New Zealand. Yeah, I know. No one would know. <laughs> it's fine. It's not a small community at all. Not at all. Mm. Anyway, here we go, Shah. What's you? What, what's, what, what's you? you? What, what's, what's you? you? With I'm you? wording well. What's you? So I chose uh, Nina Gilkerson. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nina. Why Nina? Because... Like, she's awesome. She's Yeah. Why? So Nina Gilkerson, for many reasons... I think one of the reasons, because she came over for a hala in a year, what was it, 2016? Something like that? Really? Was it that late? Maybe? I thought it was earlier. It, was the, maybe, year, it yeah. was the year that you were on the, the committee, wasn't it? Yeah, but I don't, yeah, I don't have, who knows? Anyways, it was around year, there, yes. 2015, yeah, 2016, something like that. Um, oh, no, you're right. Maybe it was a bit earlier. Anyways, doesn't matter. So we got a chance to, or I got a chance to be in her classes and stuff like that. And I just sort of, I got along with her really well because I think on one of the first nights, so we used to do late nights at the um, King Street Art Center before yep. we got kicked out <laughs> for too many noise complaints over a decade. So yep. she was just outside and she was outside and she was having a glass of whiskey and smoking a cigarette. And I was like, 
this woman speaks to me (laughs) because as much as I do not condone smoking and it is terrible for you and it's a bad habit, blah, blah, blah. As someone who is a smoker, you do feel quite shunned and, and, um, I guess put on the spot sometimes in Australia, especially within the dancing community. Like people look at you like you have the plague. So it was just really nice to have that sort of kindred spirit of like, yay. And we just sat down and we had a really good chat and she's a really funny individual. She's really interesting and funny. And she taught probably one of my favorite aerials. She taught us when we were at the the jazz, the snatch cake. Yep. Which the is snatch cake. Yeah. It's just a really fun aerial. And then the other reason that I chose her is because of her contribution in terms of ILHC. So she's one oh, of, of course. she's one of the co-founders of ILHC, which was which started yes. in two thousand and eight with Sylvia Sykes and Tina Morales. And honestly, if it wasn't for ILHC, there. I'm not saying that I wouldn't have stayed in Lindy. I, I definitely would have, but that gave so much fuel to the fire. Yeah. In the first years those of just like videos those videos. Yeah, yeah. Just going down rabbit holes for days <laughs> <laughs> and just being like, Oh my God, have you seen this video? Oh my God. I remember when I started doing that and I was like posting my, my Facebook feed at the time was just this continuous stream of all of the videos <laughs> in the world. And I got a message from Dan going like, Oh, bless you're a new dancer and you've fallen down the rabbit hole. <laughs> this sort of like pat, pat, pat. It happens to the best of us. Oh, um, and like a shout out to Andrew because he's like fully in, into that rabbit hole now. So, go, Andrew, go. Yeah, I know. It's really great. It's really great. So my, my, my favorite vintage is 2014 ILHC, personally. Okay. It was a good year. That was a good year. There, there was some good stuff. There's some that, good yeah. stuff in that year, yeah. So yeah, yeah. so that is why Nina Gilkison for me. Because she's she's just a fun, charismatic individual who has done a lot for Lindy Hop, I think. Yeah. Cool. All right. Before we leave this segment, Charlotte's already alluded to it, but I do want to to have my little you know soapbox moment here. <laughs> um, st- stop idolizing people who dance good. <laughs> that that's all I want to say. No, 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 There's no. A lot of people. No, no, no. You don't get to just run away with that one. You need to develop a that a of... little bit. There's a lot of people in in Lindy Hop who see someone dance real goodly and are like, <laughs> oh my God, this person's amazing. And then uh, it becomes a bit unhealthy at some point yeah. when they get put on a pedestal, they get idolized, and they actually end up being a bit of an asshole in real life. Well, that's what sort of has led the in the last, what, six to ten years? A, big, a bit of a, a downfall and a... Um... Not a downfall in Lindy Hop because it's still as strong as ever. But there is, I guess, a bit of an awakening. Yeah. Of it's and it, it's a, it's a well documented thing, even outside of Lindy Hop. It's called the halo effect. It's the same reason yeah. that people are like, "Oh my God, Mick Jagger! I want to have sex with him." No, you don't. Yeah. You really don't. You really, really don't. He is not <laughs> an by any standard. He is not an attractive man. <laughs> but you know, yeah, he's really I good know it's at not something. Exclusive to Lindy Hop. But I do see it a lot in Lindy Hop, mm. where, you know, the only people who do well in competitions are the ones who, like, literally outcompete their competitors, who are the ones that are either, I don't know, more comfortable showing off or more comfortable putting themselves on top of others. Mm. Like, it's not necessarily a good trait to have to be a really good dancer. The people who are like, polite and considerate and thoughtful and think about others aren't going to be the showy ones normally. I feel attacked, Jethro. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> normally. <laughs> so I don't know. I just have this bit of a thing when everyone brings up like Frankie Manning. I'm like, yes, but. <laughs> But there's a lot of really amazing people out there in the community doing really cool stuff who, you know, may not be as showy or may not have, you know, brought Lindy Hop back from extinction. Who are really valuable to all our communities. Yeah. Well, okay. They deserve way more recognition than people who just dance real goodly. But I think <sighs> to, to, I guess, to your point, it's not... Um, Frank Frankie Manning isn't idolized because he danced real goodly. He was also mm. hang on. He was also mm. one of the reasons that he was able to, I guess, become the ambassador of swing as he is now known as, is because and I never had the chance to meet him, but it is from my understanding is because he was just genuinely a really nice guy. And, you know, he was really approachable and he was really lovely and he just really loved the dance and loved sharing it with everyone. So all the traits that you were talking about just before, the you know, the kindness and the approach, all of that is something that he embodied. And that's why he became such a big deal. And so now, yes, you know, past now he's gone, but people have put him up on this pedestal. But I think the reason that he became that big is because he was just that nice guy who was really passionate about a dance and who was enjoying sharing that love with people. And I really hope so. Like, obviously, I never met him either. So I, I guess I'll never know. Mm. It's just all this third-hand information. Yeah. And just got to make sure it doesn't happen to other people that, you know, mm. get put up on a pedestal when other people need to be thanked or congratulated more. <laughs> My laptop is literally about to die in about 30 seconds. Okay, so we're going to wrap up this podcast. <laughs> Thank you for um, New Zealand for New Zealand in a car in the cold on Jethro's dying laptop. Oh, my poor laptop. I'm sorry. All right, well, I'm let's sorry. just cut it short now so you can save the before podcast it podcast is getting so good. We, we're doing so well. Just stop the recording and save it, Jet. We'll do the All rest right. later. Um, yeah, we'll add on extra bits to the end. Thanks very much, team. Cheers, Shah. Happy World Lindy Hop Day. Happy World Lindy we'll Hop Day, later. everyone. And I'm back. Batteries are fully charged, but it is the next day and I am no longer with Charlotte. She is at work. So, I'm sorry about that kind of whirlwind ending. We got to some really meaty stuff and then it just kind of ended it abruptly. So, um, yeah, if you want us to talk more about that kind of thing, just, just get in touch. Otherwise, we'll leave it there. Um, we do have the challenge and the outro to do, so I'll quickly do that now. For the challenge... It is now the day after World Lindy Hop Day, which means that I think tomorrow is actually Charlotte's birthday. She's going to hate me for saying this, but she's not here, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> let's, for the challenge this week, let's see how many people we can get to send a birthday message. I mean, that's a pretty easy thing to do. It's kind of swing dancing related. Charlotte's a swing dancer. Send her a message on Facebook or on, I don't know, text her, give her a call, message her, email her. You could even message untangling the mess around. That'll still get to her. See how many birthday messages we can get for Charlotte. That's going to be our challenge this week. And even if you've missed her birthday, even if it's like two weeks from now and you're in the future, still send it. Doesn't matter. 
Yeah, yeah, that's the challenge. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna try to read out the credits. I don't really know. Charlotte makes a few funny jokes, and, and I, I was struggling, so I'm just gonna read out the credits. Here's the end of the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. We will be back with you very soon. I don't know, in a couple of weeks ish. We're getting pretty bad at our schedule. We'll just we'll just put out a podcast next time we feel like it. Hopefully, it'll be soon. All right. Thanks so much, team. And see you later. Bye. Swingzing teaching team in Perth. Holding down the fort while uh, while, while I'm over here in New Zealand. Not in Perth. Thanks, thanks, New Zealand. Thanks, Perth swingzing team. Thank you to Nelson swingzing team. Slowly growing, getting more classes going, inspiring all the locals here to get into swing dancing too. Thank you to Lache Swing for all the music, for the sound bites. Thank you to Patreon, everyone on Patreon that is still supporting us. You are amazing. You're the reason we're using these fancy microphones still. Cheers. Thank you to Savoy Ballroom for being an awesome ballroom. And thank you, actually, no, that's a good one. Thank you to everyone that invented Lindy Hop. Without you guys, we wouldn't be doing Lindy Hop. We'd maybe doing something else instead. Yeah. Thanks, Noden. Thanks, Rita. Thanks, Frankie.